taking a drink of LaCroix. I'm going lime today. I already had my pamplemousse for the day. And this is your By My Future recap episode. Second launch. I scribbled down quite a bit of notes and there's a lot of numbers that I was going to share. That may get a little bit weird and hard to listen to because this is a podcast. This is not a blog post that you can see or something you can kind of view online, but I'm going to share some of them just because I I know that you guys like listening to these numbers. So let's take a look at uh, a couple things. I don't want to drop just the sales numbers on you right away. I got to lead you into this a little bit. Let's talk about website traffic because without website traffic, there would be no sales. This year, and let's start with last year. Last year, there was a lot more marketing for Buy My Future. There was a lot more lead up. There was the 60-day journal. There was 26 podcast interviews, uh, getting featured on the nextweb.com, and just a bunch of other stuff. And it was the first time this project existed, so obviously a lot more people share things the first time something comes out. Now, between the two weeks of the launch last year, the total amount of website sessions, so I'm going to go with sessions here, was 24,250. 37% of that traffic was direct, so either people finding it via my emails, other people's emails, uh, just typing the URL into their address bar. A little bit less than a third of the traffic was from social media, mostly from, well, Facebook and Twitter, uh, like almost 90% of that. Facebook winning out a little bit last year, especially because I did Facebook ads, so that took it over the top a little bit. And then 20% of the traffic last year was from referrals, and the number one referral last year was the nextweb.com. Oh, no, actually, it was Product Hunt. Sorry, I wrote these and drew a little thing. So Product Hunt was the biggest referral last year, then the Next Web, then my website, Jason Does Stuff. So that was last year. So let's look at this year. This year, total traffic during the second launch was 8,347 sessions. So that is a third of the traffic, which 8,000 is still not a number to you know laugh at. It's a pr- pretty sizable number of people visiting a website. Uh, of that traffic, 41% was direct. So a little bit higher than last year, especially given the less amount of traffic. of that was from social. So social was actually up a little bit higher, which there's another thing that kind of surprised me about that, which was the fact that two of my tweets, one announcing the project, which I then pinned to my profile page on Twitter as like the the tweet that you see at the top, and then another one that just mentioned the community, ended up driving 600 unique visitors to buymyfuture.com. And while 600 out of 8,000 is not a lot, the rest of my tweets, I mean, I, I tweeted probably 20 or 30 times in the, the two weeks, plus like my friends Paul Jarvis and Jeff Sheldon and other people who have tens of thousands of followers on Twitter didn't even come close to bringing in 600 visitors. I found that very peculiar. I have not seen tweets drive traffic in quite some time, and that was interesting to me. Twitter is not dead, everybody, as far as sending links. I mean, it still it doesn't work as a continuing thing, at least I haven't seen it work that way for years, but I did think that was really interesting. Those two tweets drove quite a bit of traffic to this. So anyway, 34% of the traffic this year was from social. Facebook still won a little bit over Twitter because of Facebook ads again. And 16% of that traffic was from referrals, 
my site, jasondoesstuff.com, if you visit it during the two weeks, you saw the big uh, kind of welcome mat takeover of like, go visit Buy My Future. That drove 1,385 people to the Buy My Future site. And oh, last stat was that 340 people watched the kind of impromptu last day live chat that I held, live video chat that I held with Chantel Hamilton, who is my editor, but was also a Buy My Future buyer last year. And she was just super awesome. Everybody showed up for her, obviously. But 340 people showed up for that. So that was kind of cool. I'm glad that I did that. You know, it could have been three people that would have showed up and it wouldn't have been great. So that is the traffic. Everything, well, overall, about a third of the traffic from last year. Now let's talk about sales. Let's talk about sales. So last year, just to remind you, and for some reason, I know why. The article that I wrote that broke down last year says $178,000 in revenue. When I just checked the numbers again, that number is correct. There were 178 purchases of Buy My Future during the launch and then like with a month after the launch as well because people would email me and they would ask like oh I missed it like I was on vacation or whatever and I just was like yes I you're a cool person I want you in um, and then I did one thing with a survey to my audience earlier this year that let 10 people in so overall uh, 178 people let's just say that from last year can we all just agree that's okay to say let's just agree because it is a little weird 178 people from last year at a thousand dollars per was hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars in revenue now my expenses for last year ended up being $72,000. And you might be saying to yourself, holy crap, Jason, what did you spend all that money on? Well, the majority of it was things like the Buy My Future affiliates, Facebook ads, the video that I had to do, development for the site and all that. Just those things I just listed alone. Affiliates, Facebook ads, uh, Buy My Future development, I'm looking at the list, the video, and then Gumroad fees. So the payment processing fees on the purchases and one other thing uh oh no that's it okay sorry i'm looking and changing things that total just those things alone was forty eight thousand dollars it costs money to do projects like this people it adds up quickly and if you don't keep a spreadsheet it can get out of control so the total profit from 2015 total profit i walked away in my pocket Obviously, I had to pay taxes and things, but we're not going to even talk about that. For the first launch was one hundred and four thousand dollars. One hundred seventy-eight sales equaled one hundred and four thousand dollars in profit. Why did I go into such detail for those things? Well, because this year, the total number of sales after two weeks, and now there may be a couple trickle-ins. There may be some people who just, you know, they were on vacation, or I know them, or other things, and I don't know, just something came up, and I'm a nice guy, so I want to let them in. 77 sales during the two weeks of this launch. That equals, because the price was $1,500 this year, not $1,000, $115,000 in revenue. My current expenses, looking at from knowing what I paid last year to what I'm paying this year, is sitting at $26,000 in expenses. So my expenses are a third of what they were last year, bringing my total estimated profit, because I won't know until I get all the payouts over the course of the next five months and things, will be $80,000. So that's $20,000 less profit, but 100 less sales and a third less traffic. That's kind of crazy. Let's sit with that for just one more second. This year, there were 100 less sales. There was a third less traffic and I'm still only going to make about $20,000 less after all said and done 
with this project. Kind of crazy, right? I think that's crazy. Um, a couple things that I wanted to mention there as well, just to point out, and, and actually I met with uh, Sherry, who is a Buy My Future buyer, Sherry Geis, and we were sitting, chatting, having coffee, actually the, the morning of the last day of Buy My Future, so just a couple days ago, yesterday, actually. And she, it feels like it was like years ago from how much time I've spent on this. But anyway, she was saying, but Jason, like how much more mental like freedom have you had this time? How much less stress have you had worrying about things? How much less just time in general have you spent working on this project? And while she's 100% right, I didn't have to do 26 podcast interviews. I didn't do the 49 phone calls that I did. I didn't do the medium journal, which was 60 days. I didn't do all of those things. So there's so much time and mental energy saved. But I did go on a little bit of emotional roller coaster, which I talked about in a previous episode of the Buy My Future podcast. If you want to go back a couple, you can listen to that. But she's 100% right. Sherry, you are 100% right. This launch with 100 less sales, with a third less traffic, with only $20,000 less profit, had so much less stress, had so much less effort on my part. And I found myself in like the last couple of days literally twiddling my thumbs, just going, I don't really have anything else to do. I, I've set everything up. I've done everything. I have prepared for everything I could do knowing what I did last year and my plans for this year. And I feel really good about it. And now I want to touch on a couple of things that I think really paid off for this year's launch, even though I didn't hit 200 sales, but that wasn't necessarily my goal. It was my high goal. I would have been happy to hit the 200 number that I said I was going to limit it to, but I'm okay that I didn't. So the first thing that I think paid off was the Action Army podcast. So my other podcast, I decided to start after last year's Buy My Future because I had actually done this podcast last year and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like people want to listen to this. I wonder if I could do my own solo podcast where I can just talk about my projects and my work and my things and just cultivate a deeper connection with some Action Army subscribers who come to my website and read my writing. And maybe those people will get a better feel for who I am as a person. And when Buy My Future comes around, they'll want to buy. So that was literally the thought of why I started the Action Army podcast. Yes, it was to add value. But if we're just being truthful and honest here, it was to say, this will be another marketing channel for Buy My Future. And I know that multiple people emailed me after purchasing saying, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I love your writing. And I just, you know, that's why I bought. And so I know that that podcast, you know, when we talk about things that you just are like, why would you podcast? You can't quantify everything. I even say that. I know that this paid off. I can actually see that that assumption was tested and my Action Army podcast did pay off to drive some sales. The second thing that I think really worked out this year was a little bit more when it came to sales emails. Let's just call them that, sales emails for My Future. However, I got so many replies from probably people like you listening to this of people saying, I'm really enjoying watching and reading these emails. Like these don't feel like hardcore sales emails. They feel like I'm actually getting value. I'm, I'm learning things, I'm seeing things, I'm, I'm getting tactics I can use for myself. And for some people, it, the way that I sold was the reason that they bought. Because they said, oh, well this isn't like a, a really hard sales pitch or anything. This is you just being honest and telling me like why this is gonna work for me in my business. And so I was really happy with that because it, it does feel weird to send a lot of emails, especially when you only usually send one email per week on a Monday. And I sent many more emails than that to the Action Army list. So I wanna thank you guys for bearing with all those emails. I also want to just take a moment to say, 
I'm glad I gave myself the permission to send those emails because this project means a shitload to me. Buy My Future means so much to me. So I'm glad that I sent those extra emails and I'm glad that it did help people. And I didn't get, I, not a single person wrote back. And because these people, this happens. Not a single person wrote back and said, you're sending too many emails, bro. Not a single person. Now, someone listening to this may send me that email and then I'm just gonna have to be mad and delete your email. But I feel really good about that. I feel like I really delivered strong value in those emails. I, I know there's a lot of stuff that I could tweak for the next time that I launch by my future, but I really learned a lot from that. And two things that I think, or well, sorry, one more thing that I wanna talk about for why this year's launch was successful, because it definitely was, social proof. Being able to have an existing group of buyers who had been through by my future for the past year, who had been in the Slack channel, who had continued to interact with each other, who had met up in person, who had been working on projects, who had had successes like Danny Ives, if you got that email with Danny's story in it about her felt workshop, which became a course, which got her sponsorships. Stories like that helped this whole thing sell itself, basically, because people were able to read those stories and it wasn't just me saying, yes, this is good. You need this. You should do this. It's going to help you. And you go, all right, Jason, I get it. You're the guy who's creating it. You're going to say this, but let me hear it from someone else. And so people got to hear that. So I think social proof was kind of the third thing there that really helped this year's launch. And the one other thing I wanted to touch on was an idea for next year. So I got a lot of interesting feedback when I started to email smaller segments of the Action Army who had been opening emails or had been clicking the Buy My Future link in emails and asking them what was holding them back, what was the reason that they weren't buying. And the majority of the responses that I heard were price sensitivity. And that even if it was at $1,000, it would still be out of their reach. And that to me is totally understandable. When you sell something of, of this type of price, you're never going to be able to appease everybody, and it's not going to be able to fit within everyone's budget. But it did make me think of an idea for next year, and this is definitely coming from some conversations I have with my buddy Brian Harris from Video Fruit, who's just so smart at these tiered pricing and sales things and other stuff that I just don't tend to get too far into the weeds with. But I do want to try for next launch of Buy My Future. This is looking ahead. I want to try some tiers. So I want to try, and not like crying tears, I mean like an option that has a certain amount of things and it's a lower price, a middle option that has another group of things and it's kind of a middle ground price, and then the top tier option, which would basically be like my future updated with the new projects that I'll have and the increased price because there will be increased value. So I think that I'm going to look ahead, start thinking about that, and I'm already kind of telling myself I want to do a spring launch of Buy My Future and limit the sales again to somewhere between 50 and 100 people. And I want to do that purposefully because I want to be able to keep up with this community. I could always sell more spots. I could always make more money, but I can't keep up with everybody if the community grows at a pace that I can't personally keep up with. And I want to keep up with it. That is very important to me to be able to do that. So Look forward if you missed out on Buy My Future this year or if you're saving up your nickels and pennies to get it next year. Spring of next year, probably if I had to guess, I would say March or April. That's springtime usually somewhere around there. I will open this up. We will do some tiered pricing and I'm really excited for this project to continue to grow for uh, people to continue to join the community. I mean, I just have watched today people have been chatting and 
I've been dropping some stuff in there, but uh, Jacob and Steven and Pat, and I'm just looking through names here, Rick and Sam and Liz, and this person has a weird name, David. There's just so many people who are just having conversations right now, and Rob and Brian, and who is this? Paul. I mean, there's so many just awesome conversations happening in the Buy My Future Slack channel already. People already direct messaging each other and you know just, just talking, just having this community and conversation that's only going to grow and get better as this community grows and you know more people get involved. So I'm just super excited about that. I hope you can hear that in my voice. Like This community means so much to me now and I'm so happy that it now has an influx of 77 people who can add to the 178 who are already there. And whether they're in the Slack channel or they're just getting on the calls and I'm doing quarterly calls or they're just hanging around, you know, answering emails and doing things together. I'm really, really pumped for what that's going to look like in the next year and even in the next couple months. So I think that's it for the Buy My Future recap, folks. I obviously don't know all of the little details of how things are going to shake out completely with expenses and if anybody else is going to kind of get in afterwards because they missed out and they were on vacation or whatever. But Nothing's going to change too drastically, so I figured it was a good time to do this, and I am going on vacation. I have earned it. I have not had a proper vacation with my girlfriend, Caroline, for years since we got into debt and in 2013 really started to tackle our debt. We have not taken a proper vacation and just disconnected and been offline and just said, we need to relax and enjoy the fruits of our labor all of this labor. So we are headed somewhere tropical on Friday. We will be gone for a week and we will be off the grid. And I'm so excited. And the Buy My Future community, I already told them, I announced to them that this is my my thing that I do after Buy My Future because I just need it. I'm so run down. I'm so mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted. And I just need to recharge my batteries for this week and, and really just disconnect. Just be gluttonous about not being on technology, uh, which we'll see if that actually happens because I love technology and it's fun. So that is it for this update. I am excited to take a break to chat with these new members of Buy My Future. And I hope that you listening to this have enjoyed this season of the Buy My Future podcast, this second launch, and maybe you've learned something for your own business or your own product launch or whatever it is you're working on. And as always, if you need anything from me, send me an email, hello at jasondoesstuff.com. But just know that if you do it right after the second launch of this, um, I'm not going to answer because I'm going to be on vacation and I'm not going to answer emails. So I'm going to go finish this LaCroix. I'm going to answer a couple emails and then I am shutting this thing down and going on vacation. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much to everyone who purchased my future this year. And even for those of you who didn't and you're just going to save up to next year, I'm excited to potentially have you in my future. So that is it, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And to the future, my friends.